title of the sex tape but yeah jay i made it to a wedding this weekend motherfucker i wore the outfit that i didn't make to your wedding motherfucker the wedding was great motherfucker but i didn't eat any cake again motherfucker i like how you're mad mad at me for you missing my wedding i am i I told you i told you way there like i I told you pulled over and ate a slice I told you to like you could just crash at my place. Like all you gotta do is just I was like I leave the I was like I leave the uh, door unlocked. You just come on by. Like you can they just just come hang out at my place. You're like no, I'm fine. I don't need to do that. So you give me a deeper voice. I was like no, I got this. <laughs> Wait, uh, you went to your sin. Yes, I was like. We're gonna go back to the back to Jordan's house. Now you don't have the pause where it sounded like you were always licking your lips. You know, it's been such a long time. I've decided that I'm going to think about possibly writing Senate Silas again, but not making it into an audio drama, just writing it. That would be kind of cool. So you you have to go like no. Also. I Where the that. fuck is I died before it was cool, Scar or Jay? Yeah, don't say Jay, because I look, I I missed my deadline for my Oh, life. that's where it is. Sorry. And then nah, I it, no, it's no, not you. No, I still I, have a bunch I, of principal. I, I missed my deadline by like a couple of days. I know I still have a bunch of principal recording to do. So uh I have one mock episode. Oh, no, I think I have like two mock episodes at this point. Um, I have an editing company that's like lined up waiting for the episodes. It's really just a matter. Um, the other lead is working on an album. Uh, my other female lead is like trying to launch her Instagram brand at this moment. So it's hard for me to pull people in. I've been trying to like grab them and be like, yo, I just need you to come record for like four, four hours. So... You got somebody who's working on their album. It took me a long ass time to do mine. Yeah, it's uh well, I mean, so the, the biggest thing with it has been just trying to like coordinate all the people together, and like um for some of the some of the people are like new voice actors, and so they can't just like sit with a mic and record their lines. Like they need someone there, and they need the kind of like active coaching, and that's that's kind of the problems. I have to like plan full sessions to like sit down and like legitimately direct and like work through which is just tiring it's tiring is all i can say about that and i have a lot of tiring stuff happening in my life right now 
I feel you. It's it's like it's like doing an audio drama where nobody's done it before and nobody's a voice actor and you're doing it on Skype. Yeah. It's it's fucking frustrating. Yeah, it is, but it's your baby. You got to see it through. Yeah, I'm going to try to get it done. I actually I uh, have been texting people just trying to find out like how their schedules line up and we're going to try to do a full push in May and really like well, I guess this month and really like get everyone recorded. Because again, I have a legit editing studio uh, lined up. I just have to get, you know, legitimate, uh, well, not tapes, but get the legitimate um, digital content to them. It's just, God, let's not talk about that anymore. It just makes me sad and depressed. Well, let's talk about something else sad and depressing. <laughs> I saw Endgame twice on Monday. I didn't find it sad or depressing. I, it was It was nice. By I the saw, way, there's going to be spoilers. Let's just go ahead and... Uh, oh, yeah, I shit. Saw, That's just because... Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm going to give people enough time to pack their shit and get the fuck out. 30-second run. Oh, let's give them a 30-second run. Oh, yeah, there's I saw I saw spoilers. it on Sunday. So shut the fuck up, Scar. No, fuck that. I will just no, say that Scar. I saw it on Sunday and I saw it again on Facebook today. You saw it again on Facebook? No. Yeah, somebody, somebody shared it on Facebook, so I fucking watched it. Share a three-hour movie on Facebook. Somebody shared it. It had like subtitles. It was like weird because it had like uh, Spanish subtitles over some sort of uh, Asian that you could see like the, the 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 Asian characters in the background. But I I did. But because you can't see the whole thing, um, you don't know exactly know which Asian characters those are. Um, but then it was like. Over over top of it, it was like Spanish subtitles, but the the movie was normal, so I watched that shit. I mean, I skipped through it, but hell yeah, I watched that shit again. Well, before we all get into it, let's go ahead and have a brief uh, spoiler break. Yeah. They, they had this spoiler break. To you broke bitches, I got money now. All a nigga understand is since that check came in, everybody talking like a nigga, acting funny now. They don't matter. All I hear is since that check came in. I love it when you talk to me. My catfishing, my catfishing. I love it when you talk to me. My catfishing, my catfishing. Since that check came in, don't you know I got it now? Okay. All right. So uh, I wasn't sad about the movie at all. I thought it was a good ending. I, I cried like a baby. I cried like a motherfucker. Like I was like, I was like, I can't. I hope I'm not the only one crying right now. And um, my wife was crying pretty hard. Like I teared up. Uh, I'm not gonna pretend like I didn't cry. But like I didn't cry really hard. I teared up at like a little bit at. Um, like Tony's death, like made me tear up a little bit, and then I was good. No, I I heard somebody like 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 really like crying, like trying to hold it in. Um, <laughs> like and when Tony died, I heard that shit, and it was a lady behind me that was like sniffling and shit. Like I didn't get to the sniffling part, but let me tell you, like I I'm gonna tell you what got me. I'm gonna tell you what got me. On your left. 
that shit. And then when everybody came out, yep. I was balling. Like the, I was like, I was like, oh my god, we're saved. Like I was, <laughs> <laughs> like, and then like the the applause because of course, like the Wakandans came out first, and like yeah. the applause was crazy. Uh, and then like everybody applauded when uh, when Spider Man came up. Like the Guardians, when the Guardians showed up uh, with 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 uh, with Strange, everybody was just kind of like, "All right, cool." And then Spider Man kind of swung in, and everybody started cheering again. And I was like, "Oh shit, it's on!" And I was like, "So I was, I was like, I mean, I was really just like." It was like that that relief. Like it was like I don't know how the fuck they're gonna get out of this. Like it's like shit seems real fucked up right now. The shield broke. Like all this shit. Like I'm I'm like I'm really like in it at that moment. And then you hear that you hear that the his voice come over the speaker and he says on your left. And then those fucking portals start open up. And man, my my I just. I just had that feeling like, oh my God, we're going to do this. We're saved. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and man, I just, I, I mean, it was tears of joy, that whole part. Like, as soon as that happened, like, it was tears of joy. I, w- I mean, I couldn't even stop it. Like, it was just beautiful. That's dope. I cried four times. Well, I cried eight times altogether because, like I said, I saw it twice. So, uh, the first time Please, I. The- the second cut the time as well. Yeah. Really? I, oh, yeah. I haven't oh, seen yeah. it again. On Your Left almost got me while I was sitting at work watching this shit on Facebook. It, it almost got me again. So I haven't, I haven't seen it again. I don't... It's three hours is a long time for me. It's I mean, it's three hours is a long time. But, nigga, let's be honest. That shit was painful for me. Let's be honest. We've been watching movies that are two hours and 30 minutes long for the past year without any issue. No, the two-hour movies were... <laughs> like, a lot of the two-hour movies, I'm like, yo... Are we still? What's happening? Are we like still? Like Infinity this? War was two and a half, and and during Infinity War there was a point where I was like looking at my watch and my or looking at my phone like, yo, what time is it? Are we still here? Like, I, it's, I never had that thought. Like never. Like I was in this the whole time. The only part that seemed to drag for me, which uh, I've heard some people say is like my only criticism of the movie is we spent way too much time with Ant Man. Like, I like that, was, man. No, it's just that the the thing of him figuring out what the fuck's going on, like for real, like this whole thing got saved by a rat. Yo, look, at one point, Dr. Strange says this is a one in 14 million chance. I'm figuring that it's a one in 14 million chance that a rat will step on the correct sequence to open up that portal. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I thought I thought like him. Um, trying to figure out, figuring out what was going on, and him just walking down the street and shit. I thought that was a little bit too much. That was like for the people who don't know what the fuck's really going on. No, um, none of this was for people who don't know what the fuck was going. On. <laughs> that was like, the best part to me that they didn't do nothing for niggas who. If this was your first Marvel movie, fuck you. <laughs> I just started. I just started that part. That part dragged for me. Like he, like the. The him getting out of him getting out of there and like going to find his daughter, should, it, like all of the stuff that happened in between those two points could have been cut and I would have been perfectly fine. The thing that dragged for me was watching Hawkman turn into Batman. I know he was Ronin. I know. Yeah, but I mean they had to they had to set up the TV show. That's exactly what it was, and it was like, why the fuck do I care? 
I don't care about you. I didn't. I don't care about Hawkman. I was really am- I was really amused by the fact that they but who's all of a sudden it's Hawkman? Hawkeye. I'm the Hawkeye. He's, saying, he's saying Hawkeye, but he's saying Hawkman. Hawkeye. Sorry. Oh, it's like a, who the fuck is Hawkman? Sorry. But that just shows you how little I care about the nigga. And the fact that as soon as he puts down the arrow, he picks up a grappling hook and all this other Batman shit. Fuck him. Yeah, I mean, it's the it's the, the same way that they had to, I mean, the Arrow TV show. Like, it was just like, how do we make the Green Arrow into a TV show? Just make him Batman. All right, cool. That's pretty much, I mean, the first season of Arrow is like so Batman. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's just Batman who like will kill people. Yeah, it's, and but it's only Batman. with an arrow. So, yeah. like you know, no gun still. Right. <laughs> I, you know what? I actually really liked uh, Professor Hulk. Like that was fun for me. I, th- I think, you know what? I could have used a little bit more of like how they got to that point. I thought he explained it pretty well, but I would have rather have seen that. Um, it was a three-hour movie. I'm good. <laughs> I think we're talking about shit we could cut. You don't you want to see the touching reunion between a, a long lost father and his daughter, but you're like, I want to see no, no, more no. laboratory said, shit. No, what I said was the in between the him getting out, him getting out, and him finding his daughter, like everything in the middle between that could have been cut with Ant Man. It's about. Like when, like he went, when he went to the when he went to the memorial and him just world building though because like now you're seeing like the it's like giving you a glimpse into this world because like it's the, at the very beginning of the movie it's like a really good opportunity for you to like see like the legitimate like super yeah like non superhero impact of this shit I love that moment just for how massive that is yeah you know what's the you know what's the best understated moment of the whole thing. And like I didn't catch this. I watched a video when somebody was talking like Easter eggs and stuff like that. Um, when, when 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 Iron Man called Rat or uh, Rocket Raccoon Ratchet, uh, no Ratchet and Clank. No, I, I, I know what that was. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> That's what I cried. And that was another point. Kenny was like, he was looking at me. I was like, bro, nobody else got that. Like that reference was perfect. No, it was the the when Black Panther. Uh, told uh, Hawkeye to give him the thing, and he called him by his name. Yeah, because when they were talking in what movie was it? It was Civil War. Uh, Civil War. He, he was like, Civil "I don't care what your name is." Yeah, he introduced himself and he said, "I don't care what your name is." But like, at a, as a character, he grew enough to like, you know, it knew to like address him by his name at that point. It's just like, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go with the the Ratchet reference. It's been a little bit. That was deep yeah. cover. That was a I deep like, cover Easter. Yeah, nice, but I think the Ratchet thing a little bit more underrated. <laughs> no, I think I laughed at that too, and I was, I was like, ha ha, and I was the only person in the theater <laughs> laughing at that. <laughs> and I had to look around and be like, oh, oh, none of y'all played Ratchet and Clank. No one I had. Caught, I caught the reference, but I've never played the games. It's so good. It's, uh, good. it's dead on, <laughs> <laughs> and it, and he was literally holding the weapon that Ratchet uses in Ratchet and Clank. It was so good. What y'all think about Nebula? I thought the whole connection thing was bullshit, and I hated it. It was it was a um, it was totally a plot device. Like we we yeah, have to yeah, we we Thanos got to figure out what the fuck's going on. How do we can't do go smoothly? Also, how the fuck did Gamora switch so goddamn quickly? She was just like, "What about us in the future? 
we're friends. We're sisters. Cool, that's all it takes go. for me. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all I want right now. But it was like it was like one of those things to where it's like you know this shit is wrong. Like I like I you know this shit is wrong. And I know, like, in the future, you figure out this shit is wrong and you go away from all of this. So how about you just figure this shit out right now? Like, this shit is fucked up. I need hella, you to come. That's hella convenient. That's all I'm it saying. Is. It is. Spoiled by technology. So the thing about uh, uh, Gamora's switchover was so fucking just random. Like, how... Nobody's mind changes that quickly. I don't care if you want your sister to... I don't care if you're the best sister in the world and she's treated you like trash this whole time. You were literally just bowing to your dad like 10 minutes prior, and all of a sudden you're like, let's take them down together. What the fuck? Yeah, but it's one of those things where, like, let's say say you go back in time and you go to say something to the punk ass. Be like, look, there's some, okay. there's some, things, there's some things that have happened in the last five years. And but here's the thing that you to get up said, that should have got said. She didn't even tell her that she gets killed in the future. She didn't even be like, hey, you know, he kills you. Doesn't even tell her. If she had just told her that and she was like, oh, well, fuck this shit, then I'd be on board. That's well, she, she did. She kind of said that. She said, she said I know this is fucked up. You know this is fucked up. I need you to get up to speed real fast right now. She said Thanos went to to get, she said Thanos went with you to get the Soul Stone and she came back and you were gone. Did he tell her that? Yes, that's what she told her. I mean, that's what I would tell my brother. Dad went to the store to get milk, and then he was gone. But you also got to remember, if you think about to Guardians of the Galaxy, came out in 2014, where they went back to, she was already, like, on this, like, I'm not really fucking with Thanos thing. Because her whole thing was, when when she went after Peter Quill to get the stone from him, she was getting the stone to sell it. For a bunch of, she was take, she was trying to take it to the collector because she didn't want to give it to Thanos. She wanted to keep it away from him. So she was already at that point, like not trusting Thanos and not believing in him. So when she's just with him, she just bows to him because she's scared of that nigga, like everybody else would be. But she was already like against her. I'd be like, snap your fingers on me, nigga. See what happened. Well, at that point, he didn't have anything to like snap. Nigga, I know we're <laughs> jumping around a lot, but. When it went to black after the first 20 minutes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> when when Thor was like, he said, aim at his head next time. So I took his head off. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's just, it just happened so fast. It was just like, all right, you, <laughs> fuck, you, fuck, you fuck the shit up? All right, then. Yeah, he, was, he just, he just net stalked him, man. Oh man! I actually I got that reference. <laughs> I don't watch the show, but I got that one. It was just really nice to. All right, so here's my thing about that beginning part. Nebula, I really enjoyed that beginning part with her and Tony Stark to show how like. The, the the football game that they're playing and all that kind of stuff to really show her getting some sense of humanity mm-hmm. or or not humanity but just some sense of kindness in her and becoming think, a better person i think humanity because like up, up until this point she's never been kind or even like had any interactions with anyone outside of gamora never shown any like 
loyalty or faithfulness or even like for anyone outside of Gamora. But then again, she'd never been around somebody for so long who didn't try and fuck her over. And yeah. when they were playing that football game and she beat him and he held his hand down and was like fair game, which I'd never heard before. That must be some next level white folks shit, but still. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do you mean GG, nigga? Do you <laughs> fair game? Like what? And this came right after she just made up with her sister, and then her sister got killed. Like they had just made up in the last Guardians movie. Only Thor then... would understand GG at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. But it was like it was really nice to see her start to trust anybody. Because right. you could tell that she had never trusted anybody other than Gamora. And that was shaky until, like you said, at the end of Infinity War, where she was just starting to build that relationship with her sister. And then Gamora disappeared. So being stuck in that ship with Tony Stark, who I don't think he understood that she was a fucking robot. Because yeah. he kept offering her food. <laughs> <laughs> that actually kind of made me laugh. Because she's like, clearly, I'm not, I'm not a robot. Like, I'm a robot because I'm not even dying. He's like, here, eat. It's the same size. I like how he became Captain America for, like, pre-Captain, I guess pre, like, Vita Ray or whatever he got. But that was that was really weird. And it was, Oh, when he was all skinny? Yeah, that was super weird. It was Especially heartbreaking to me. Him storming around when he was, like, all, and like, he just couldn't even stand up. That shit was super weird for me to watch. He was acting, though. Oh yeah, yeah. He, and that scene. Oh, he brought it. I feel like he and throughout this entire movie, he he brought it. I think I everyone. Think, he I think he brought it when he was sitting at that table and he just kind of went off on everybody. That was <laughs> that was acting. You know what I mean? Like you went, went there, and I, I felt him on that shit. It's just like no, y'all fucking no, fuck this shit. Like we lost. We took we took this L like like I don't know how the fuck we're gonna get out of this and I'm the smartest motherfucker here. I don't I don't understand how to get the fuck out of this. Nigga, the conversation he had with them was the conversation that LeBron James had with the Cavaliers at <laughs> <laughs> one of the finals a few years back. Like y'all weren't here. To, y'all said y'all had my back. Y'all clearly lied. I don't know what the fuck we're about to do. And then but- and then and then he takes out his heart and hands it to Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck were you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Yo, I my favorite part of that little speech was he was like, "There are places left for lunch, so if you don't, if you, I set place at the table, if you don't want to talk shop, you're welcome to stay for lunch." It was like that. You just chewed him out. It's like, hey, you wanted something to eat real quick? <laughs> I know there's not that many places for you to stop. There's no people on the earth anymore. As long as y'all don't keep talking about this shit, there's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for you. How about it? Right? (laughs) He's like, let me give you a sandwich before you leave. And I mean, it was just, but I felt him. I felt him. That's the thing about this. That's the thing about Robert Downey Jr.'s performance. I felt him to the core. Because you know what? If I had been alone for so long, if I had been alone for 21 days up in space, thinking I was going to die, I was talking to my wife right before we let, right before everything went to shit. And I was saying, I had a dream that you had a baby. And I come off that ship and we have a kid. And that kid loves me and I love that kid and she's just like me. I'm not doing shit for y'all. I got the perfect life. Y'all might have all lost somebody. But remember when I flew up into space and almost died for y'all motherfuckers? Take one for the team. 
<laughs> well, yeah. if you notice, like the two people who quote unquote like got a benefit or got something out of the snap are the two people that died in the film. So like for the everybody else. So like Iron Man got she survived, his girlfriend who became his wife survived and they had a kid and he was able to live this life that he's always wanted. And he gave his he gave it all up for everybody else. And Black Widow, although she tried they tried to portray her at, to a certain extent of being like uh like upset and sad, despondent. What really happened was she became like the Captain America and led the Avengers and she built this family and all these people around her. And then, cause that's why at the end she was like, listen, y'all were my family. Like I'm good. I, I never had a family. I had a family. I was able to live with a family and now I can give my life up. So she Bruh. gave her stuff up for everybody Bruh. else. Thor being upset and like not being, uh, them not being able to bring her back. Like we have the fucking stones. Like why the fuck can't we do this? Like that shit got me. Like I didn't, I didn't like cry on that part, but that shit really mm-hmm. got me because he was, I mean, acting he um, went he went he honestly went lower level old dog on that shit what the fuck y'all crying about let's strap up and get this nigga back why the fuck <laughs> why the fuck are y'all crying right yeah. we're the motherfucking why are y'all crying stop fucking crying get up get we got the stones stop fuck, stop i swear to god we can't get her back bro shut the fuck up shut up clint why are y'all crying we're the fucking avengers we got all the stones Wish her back. No, nigga. Wish her the fuck back. That's how I felt when he was talking. Also, like... He thought they were the Dragon Balls. Like, Who is strong <laughs> enough to use the stones, apparently? Because, like, them shits just... Peter Quill. Yeah. Is it? Oh, the old Peter Quill. No, yeah, because Peter Quill is, like, part God, so he would be able to handle it. Not anymore. But not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, no, the old Peter Quill, you're right. Yeah, the old Peter Quill, yeah. Well, he well even him. Well, I don't even think he could because if you remember in Guardians One, he held the Power Stone in his hand, like, and he was able to withstand it. But that shit was fucking him up, and yeah. that was just one stone that was didn't fucking him like. Up. And didn't he have to like hold hands with the rest of the Guardians? Yeah, he had to pop lock yeah. his way through life. <laughs> that was a horrible fucking ending to a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I also think it's not it just really the, is all it was was a pop lock yours now that's on the energy it looked like some shit off Yo Gabba Gabba Roby it's not just holding the stones it's not just holding the stones though it's the power of the snap it's like to do something that grand like to bring back half the life in the universe or take away half the life in the universe. True. Because if they, like, just doing something like, you know, I think I'm going to make me an ice cream sandwich. Like, anybody could get the stones and make that. Like, when Thanos made the whole reality on Oh, yeah, that was nowhere. for him, yeah. Like, that was super easy for him, but when he had to destroy them, when he snapped, it fucked him up. And then when he destroyed them, phones, them stones, it fucked him up real good. Yeah. I think yeah. it's just, it's the amount of power that it takes to actually do it that yeah. it emanates from it. Because I guess... It's almost like they were saying it affected the entire universe, and so it would have to be a blast that would, from its emanation, be able to spread throughout the entire universe. A blast mm-hmm. of uh, some type of changing power. So I imagine that's what fucks up, fucks you up when you do a, an entire blast like that. Cause it like straight fucked up the Hulk. I do want to call bullshit real quick on one small thing. Oh, call um, bullshit on everything. Beginning of the movie, 
like after Thor chops his head off and, and Rocket's like, what did you do? And they go five years later and all that good stuff. No, not even five years later, before they chop off his head, like when they figure out where he is, because Nebula says he made a garden, all of a sudden Rocket's able to look at this data and say, he did this 21 days ago, two days ago, he did this here. Nigga, you couldn't have done that before? You couldn't have searched for that before? Really? Really? Yeah. You have this computer. She didn't say nothing else except for he's building a garden. I know where she is. And, I know. And, 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 did, uh, did anyone notice that when he was walking, uh, they they basically made the scene from Gladiator? Yeah. Now that you mentioned it, yeah. It's, it's, exactly, it's like the exact scene from Gladiator. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I did not notice that. Yeah. Now nice. that you mentioned it, now I got to go back and look for it again. Um, I want to see a movie with that Thanos, though. That was a Thanos that had had enough. Like, when they right. showed up, he was just like, ah, oh, I don't even got the stones, niggas. Like, come on, man. That nigga, <laughs> that nigga was literally one sentence away from saying, hey, I'm about to cook some of these tomato-looking things. <laughs> That's y'all don't talk shop, y'all can have lunch. That's <laughs> that. Like, hey, I got some extra dishes. Look, if y'all don't talk shop, like, have some lunch and get the <laughs> out of here. I ain't got them stones. Yeah, he was patting his pockets like, I ain't, I ain't got it. I ain't your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the low-key things from that scene that a lot of people don't be talking about is how uh, future Thanos made old Thanos change how he felt about um, Nebula. Because when she showed him, because at that scene, Nebula was like, if it's one thing my father isn't is a liar. And then she was, and he was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have treated you so harsh. And then she was the one who, when he got his head chopped off, she walked over to him and closed his eyes to give him like a peaceful death. Yeah. And so then when she, when he was rewatching that through the, the old Nebula's vision, like he saw that and how she was acting and how she actually cared about him even after doing all that shit. And so then they, cause they do everything in threes with Marvel. So then in the battle, if you remember at one point in the battle, he's like, where's Nebula? Like he's trying to figure out where Nebula is after new Nebula killed her. Mm-hmm. So it kind of changed like how he thought about it, which is yeah, they're always yeah, trying to get the, the, the dude says she's not responding. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So they're always trying to give her those him those emotional moments. I really honestly I like Thanos. Like, I understand why he did what he did. Living in a house with six people, I want to snap all the fucking time. <laughs> no, no, that, that, I lost, sit the fuck down. I lost, I'm just going to go sit the fuck down and just wait for shit to happen. Like, that, I understood that moment. Like, right. like, like I'm that, tired. Like, like man, fuck. <laughs> like, like, I, if he would have had a cigarette at that point, I wouldn't need to play. Like, <laughs> just, just lit up right there. Pulled out a menthol. I was like, yeah. <laughs> just start, just start, ta- just start tapping on a pack of Newports. Like. <laughs> I mean, that was that was nothing more than when your mama would call you in from down the street and tell you to get some ice while she's just sitting on the couch. What you doing? Wait for you to get back with my ice. Shit, man! I he basically poured one out for the homies. <laughs> I just, I just want to point out really quickly. That while this movie was fantastic, and we're jumping around because if we jump around a lot, 
people who shouldn't be listening to this, we already did the spoiler alert and everything, won't know exactly what we're talking about, when and where. There were certain things in this movie that I thought were lazy. Oh, yeah, very. There were, there weren't, it wasn't plot holes. It was just lazy. Convenient. Like, oh, how convenient that that's what happened. Did you know that I never knew that that scepter was a fucking stone? Uh, I, well, I knew. You didn't know? Yeah, I knew that. No, I knew yeah, the I Tesseract was a stone. At, well, at one point. Never, like, the way that they made it seem, they made it seem like the Tesseract got put into the, I don't know. Like, I didn't watch the Thor movies twice, other than Ragnarok, so maybe the scepter, I The Scepter, they turned into the stone because they took it out of the Scepter and put it in Vision in um ultron ah okay because that's the mind stone so remember they because in the beginning of the movie they did that heist where they went to the snowy part with the struckers yeah and, and they uh stole the scepter and then yeah. uh when they were in the operating table they took the stone out and put it in the vision and remember it was the mind stone because every time he touched somebody with it it just completely altered who they were yeah yeah okay okay mind stone Yep. And then the Tesseract, you're, I think that was from a Thor movie where they talked yep. about how they it was put in that square it's, thing. Yeah, and it's from the first Avengers because it's yeah. uh, it, it's also like how he used the power to um, summon that giant ass portal in the sky. But the whole going back in time thing, um, I really did enjoy how they kept referring to other movies where they went back in time. Like, here's the rules. <laughs> Here's the rules of going back in time. You can't talk to yourself. Yeah. Have, 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 did you notice that almost every movie that they mentioned had somebody who was in one of those movies is a character in the industry? Yes, I definitely did notice yeah. that. Absolutely. Even even the um even when he called uh Thor uh Lebowski. <laughs> and Hot Tub Time Machine had uh Bucky. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, he was like one of the uh, young punks. Mm-hmm. Get out of here, you yeah. young punk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, Ant-Man and Paul Rudd was hilarious in this film. All the way through. He, he went through a lot of ranges, too, because like the whole trying to find his daughter when he was running through yes. the monuments, that shit, like, I was like, oh, no, I felt that. I was like, I hope he doesn't. Like, where is it? But at the same I time, don't, don't give a fuck much about your ex-wife, huh? Well, no, I, then I started thinking like, why, why, why? But then I started thinking like, okay, but like there's 325 million people in America. Half of them are dead. So I mean, we're talking like 150 odd million. <clears throat> My math is off, but whatever. 170 or whatever, uh, that's still off. 160 million uh, people are dead and like plaques everywhere. How do you, fu- like, do you just go to the seas? Do you know how many Cassies there are? Like, how does he? Like, there should have been. I at think, least one I, think it was, I think it was. I think it was order. I think it was alphabetical order by last name, right? Yeah, it was. And I think it was local for like just San Francisco. Okay. Yeah, at least so. that one. I so it's like, it was it was like a like a yeah like a phone book. And someone someone sad, said sad I, someone said I didn't actually see it, but someone actually said that there are um, X Men names X Men right? names mm-hmm. on those plaques. I didn't see that, but yeah, I heard somebody say that too. And then, the, did, did you catch? Did you catch the 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 Namor drop? Yes. Yeah, the earthquake under the sea. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it was like, yeah, we we about to do nothing about that. Did y'all catch? How did y'all see Howard the Duck? Yes. Yeah, fighting at the end. Yep. Yes. 
Why? I, I remember saying it to like, why is Howard the Duck here? Because he's awesome. Because <laughs> he ain't got shit else to do but make up yeah. for that movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and and the only well, he was in the he was in the after credit scene in which movie? Oh yeah, which movie? yeah. But Guardians. Guardians. Yeah, he was in the Collectors too. Okay. I knew he so, was like one of those. Who do y'all think had the biggest like growth from one, their initial uh, movie to where they were in the end game? That's an excellent question. I feel like it might be. It had to be Tony. It got to be Tony. Yeah, it's gonna feel a little unfair because of of how long the span he's had. I I I disagree. I don't think it was Tony. I think so. My thing is, I think there's a. I think growth for me is hard to say because I think there's the biggest thing is like across. I don't know if this is the right term, but like across growth. Like, I think him and Captain America's story paralleled each other in opposites from the beginning all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. And it literally mixed mixed over and then went back in the opposite ways. Because if you remember, like, Cap started off as this selfless guy who would do everything for everybody else. And Tony started off as the selfish guy who did everything for themselves. And then when they first met in Avengers, you remember that scene where Cap was like, you know, you never had to let somebody die. He was like, what do you – like, if somebody – if a if a wire if a bomb goes off, I'm gonna jump over the bomb and save people. And Tony was like, "Yeah, I'll just cut the wire." And Cap was like, "Yeah, you're always trying to find a way out." Uh, so they kind of paid that off at the end. But if you remember, at the I mean, not remember at the end of this movie, they cross back over their like they grow in each they each grow in opposite ways that kind of mim- mimic the other person's the best parts of their personalities. Because at the end, Cap decides that he's gonna go back in time and stay in time and actually give himself a win. Like finally in his life, do something selfish for himself because he's yeah. earned it like his whole life. And at the end, Tony does the selfless thing at the end and gives himself up. So like they're grow, I think they're gross mirrored each other and then cross back over. We, we none of us have mentioned the hammer, bruh. Oh yeah, nigga. When he when when that hammer started fucking moving and 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 it went to him, <clears throat> like the whole crowd was like. Oh shit! And then it, and then Thor goes, "I knew it!" And then and we were like, "Yeah, we did too!" Like it was like <laughs> the whole crowd was like that. And he did I the think- move from the first Avengers, but by himself. Yeah, where, where they threw the shield and then he hit yeah. the hammer with it. Yeah, yeah. that was, dope. Yeah, that was, was dope. I mean, he was. I mean, he was um, working the lightning, like everything. Like he was. I mean, he put in work with that hammer. And then the <laughs> the part where they uh, where he ended up with the axe, and he was like, "No, you get the little one, uh, the, <laughs> the little one." And they switch back. Um, yeah, those. I mean, that was just amazing. And then, like, um, I heard an explanation of why he was able to use it when he <clears> in um, Age of Ultron. Because he Lucky. he picked it up a little bit in no, Age he, Ultron and then put it back down because he didn't want to show out. No, he no. What it was what Bucky. happened? It was the Bucky and like holding on to the Bucky secret kept him not being all the way worthy enough to wield it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like in him him getting that off his chest made him worthy. I can see that. Yeah, that works. I thought that the person who had the most growth. Uh, besides Tony, which was a given, and Captain America, who good call was Rocket. Yeah, I can see that. Oh yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Rocket was a motherfucking asshole. <laughs> like literally, 
through Guardians of the Galaxy Part Two. It wasn't through Infinity War. Like at the beginning of Infinity War, he was still him and Quill were still at each other's throats. He was like, "I'm gonna go with Thor, so I don't have to go see Thanos." (laughs) With y'all morons. (laughs) But then, but then, and then, like he goes with Thor, and then the motherfucker keeps calling him Rabbit the whole time. Like, (laughs) but then every Asgardian called him Rabbit. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I don't think they know have a word for rocket. Exactly. (laughs) Hi, Rabbit. That's as close as we're gonna get. (laughs) But I felt like I felt like his like he became a lot more empathetic and with his loss i don't I, I think that the loss may have dulled his um the way that he would have been before but i think that one of the most touching moments for me came early in the movie where when uh captain marvel who was grossly underused in this movie yep. um when captain marvel flew uh tony's plane back home um everybody crowded around Tony and left Nebula to just stand at the top of the stairs by herself. And rocket went over to her and was just holding her hand because they felt the same loss Mm -hmm. that grabbed me. It was like, okay, these folks are all fighting for the same thing, but they're not all in the same groups. That's true. So like rocket was down there, literally like all these other people knew each other from before rocket was there by himself. Yeah. And was just like, okay, Nebula, we have to comfort each other because we both know the same loss. I also like how Rocket was still talking shit. All the way. Uh, like, remember when they were working on the time ship and they were in the, uh, Tony was trying to tell, uh, it was either Tony or Bruce was trying to tell him, like, what to do. And he was like, listen, 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 dude. Uh, you're smart for Earth, but nigga, I'm smart for the galaxy. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. The part where he was like, raise your hand if you've never been to space before. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. I also liked uh, the little moment he was like, no, nope. he's like, Bruce, like, use your, I want to do it. You have like Hulk fingers, and then he broke it. That was pretty fun. <laughs> also like the connection Nebula. Nebula was an unsung hero in this film mm-hmm. uh, to me. And I also like the collect- connection she made with um, Rhodey. Um, because oh, yeah. they could connect on, you know, being with kind of cyborgish, having parts hold them together. And but they also did the funny part, like when they they both landed on the plane, and yeah. uh, Nebula's like, uh, "Watch where you land." There's an idiot sitting here. That <laughs> poor taco. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at that taco and I was like, "That's a good looking taco right there." And then it wasn't. And then after that shit flew out. Rody landed and the shell broke. He was like, "What's going on, normal sized man?" <laughs> you know, and they dropped the they dropped the hint because apparently, uh, Rody and um, and which, Carol and Carol has a has a relationship in the comic books. And yeah, they kind of well, drop yes. they kind of drop one like little quick when they were well when they were in the little uh, vision thing talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep wanting to call her Scarlet Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah, mm-hmm. I keep wanting to call her by her name. Um, when when she was leaving, she turned specifically to him and told him to be careful or be safe or something like that. Like she was concerned about him, and it was just so. It was just like that one little moment, uh, kind of hinted at something bigger. Hmm. Yeah, they did have a. They had a relationship in the comics, and but everybody didn't know until Rhodey died. And then she was like devastated, like I loved him and blah blah blah. I mean, because they they do have that connection, like being in the military. Yep, yep. 
I will ask because I'm I'm kind of curious. Do y'all think Galacticus is Galacticus is coming next? I don't, but I hope so. You know what? I, if look, if y'all just got if y'all just got all the Fox's stuff, like Bring if y'all gonna do, if y'all gonna do a big event like this, Doom. you gotta go Doom. Mm-hmm. They've already kind of ruined Doom. No, they have Fox, not a lot Fox. of people watch Fantastic Four. <laughs> bring me, True. but bring me. I know that they wouldn't because not a lot of people have seen him, and he's more of a Spider-Man villain. I just want to see Mister Sinister. I do. That's my. Oh, you mean he's an X-Men villain? Mister Sinister, he's an X-Men villain. Yeah, I think. I want, you, but you could bring back the Sinister Six. That'd be kind of dope. I want to see Mr. Yeah, the Sinister. Pop, they set that up in the Spider-Man movies and they never the, did anything with it. Well, yeah. The, so the Sinister Six, they're doing... Okay. They were supposed so, to do a movie, but then Suicide Squad bombed. Sony is doing a Sinister Six movie. They're still planning on doing it. So Sony's an idiot, but Sony's stupid. Mm-hmm. But they're building, they're building a whole universe around Venom. So like Venom is going to be their Spider-Man. And so they're doing this Morbius movie. That's in the same universe as Venom. And they still plan on doing the Silver Sable and Black Cat movies. And they're going to build a Sinister Six around Venom as if he's Spider-Man. That's Sony's plan to do. So they're doing a Sinister Six, but like like the Avengers, but like we're going to do it like with villains. Yes. I mean, yes. like the concept is kind of dope, but yeah, like you I can't mean, make shitty movies though. Yeah. I mean, like I said, they were going to make, they. I mean, the movie was already like, you know the 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 Spider-Man movie that had Jamie Foxx in it. All of that stuff mm-hmm. was already there in that movie to to set all of this up. And then Suicide Squad bombed, and was like maybe they maybe yeah. not make a team film of uh, hero a villain. <laughs> well, again, I but, feel like it's yeah, not. Sony- Okay, y'all both stop talking. When y'all started, <laughs> oh, please. oh my bad. I just thought I dropped. Uh, no, I, was saying, I, I don't think it's well. Fuck, I forgot what I but, was. But uh, I think. Oh. Um, oh, go ahead. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah. we can hear you. Oh my bad. I, I thought I dropped off. Too. This is Zoom. Ain't none of y'all dropping out. <laughs> um, but no, Galactus would be cool. My, you know, my favorite, my favorite villain is Doom by far. So I would love to see Doom. But I honestly think what they're going to do is since they introduced time travel in this movie that their next big bad is going to be a time villain some type of time villain like either nihilus or king the conqueror somebody who like his whole thing is doing time because a lot of people there's this theory that like because when the ancient one tried to explain how time worked in the movie there's this theory that she was right but somehow they fucked up time and the way they fucked up time is by captain america showing up at the end of that movie because Captain America shouldn't be on that bench, based That's on right. their time travel. Based on their time travel rules, he shouldn't be on that bench. Because the theory is, when they go back in time and do something different, that it doesn't fuck up the future. That their future, it just creates an alternate future. And so the future that you were already in becomes your past, but it still happens the way that it happened. And doesn't like they're trying to it, explain it as a thing so where, where he jumped back Cap- to the original. He 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 went there, lived his life, and then he jumped back to the original timeline. That's how they're trying to. That's a they're trying to talk themselves out of the plot hole. Well, I think it's kind of like he's fucking. Well, I don't up the know if it's a plot hole. 
yeah. It's not a play. It's, he's still fucking. So like, okay, so time is a stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> in the first stream, uh, he goes into the ocean, gets frozen, comes back. But when he chooses to like, uh, like the, when he chooses to like go back, he makes another stream where he, you know, lives a life. The problem is that those two streams coexist and you're just making like multiple streams. So every, you think of like uh, every major decision being like, multiple streams you don't know i guess you also don't know how many other things his decision affected so there's other streams that are splitting off where his yeah, well, decision well we know the low-key stream yeah not to mention he may have had a kid he probably fucks he definitely fucked uh peggy and had a kid i bet he had like, like a bunch of kids mm-hmm. so like you don't know where all that shit also, where do you get the where do you get the shield from because when hundred- he, left, he had a shield so somebody had to make a shield out of time for him unless he stole it and then, like, if you think about it, in 2012, in that timeline that he went back to, there's three Tonys. I mean, there's three Caps walking around. There's the Cap that is him. Oh. There's the Cap that was Frozen that came out. And then there was the yeah. other version of him that came back to steal the, the steal the Space Stone. But that, Shit. but but that is not well. That is still in the original timeline, with the exception of the one where he stays. That split off a completely new timeline. Yeah, but that's still. But they're trying to. But that. they're trying to convince us. They're trying to convince us that he was able to jump back after living his life. He was able to jump back into that original line, which, right? Which is, which is the strength. He didn't. That's what I'm well, saying. What we're saying is he didn't jump back into it. Like what yeah. we're saying is that the, it, what he did is he went back and then altered time. That's what we're saying. Right. So, like, yeah. So, basically, instead of it being a plot hole, I think it's the plot that they wanted. I, yeah. I think they're going to show, they're going to, I think we're going to, going forward, we're going to realize that, like, this time shit, because they basically make it seem like in the movie that, like, oh, you know, this time thing, we can just fix it back all neatly and put it right back in place and make it be perfect. And that don't, that's not usually how time travel works out. So, I, I think the, the Marvel's the MCU is trying to be like, no, like, Y'all really fucked up time with this shit, and there's going to be consequences for some of these things that happen. Oh, uh, I don't think so. I don't think so because the way the way that the 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 talk from the the producers and writers and all of that kind of stuff, they're like I said, they're trying to convince us that he went back, lived his life, and split off another timeline, but was somehow able to come back to that original timeline as an old man. Like that's what they're trying to. That's what they're trying to convince us. As as an old man, he was. Wait, somebody, so who, who is this they that you're talking about, and why the, are you so the sure writer, that they're trying to convince us of this? Because it's. It, I mean, it seems like a plot hole to everybody else. Like, how the fuck is he back there? We're, we're saying as it's not a plot hole. I'm saying that's the plot. Yeah, we're saying yeah, it's the plot. Like the plot is that that they they want you to believe that everything worked out. But the truth is, is that we're saying it didn't. We think they fucked up time horribly because he had to fuck up. Because the only way he couldn't fuck up time, even even by the logic in the movie, the only way he couldn't fuck up time is if he went back and he lived his life as Steve Rogers that no one knew was Captain America. That he didn't tell anybody. That he didn't fight any crime. That he didn't do anything. He just lived a certain life. And then when Peggy died, he still would, in order to get back to this time, he would have to go, I mean, given the rules of the universe that we've already established, he would have to go talk to the Avengers or someone in that ilk to get him to be able to transfer to universes. Because if he's just regular ass Steve Rogers who lives at home with his wife, how the hell are he going to find out about any type of time travel thing? Like he would have to go to S.H.I.E.L.D. or 
some no, type of no, but, so, uh, but I don't but think it works that way. But this, but he. So uh, it doesn't work that way though, because in this case, what happens is that like that, like okay, so when he goes go back goes back in time, he's still on that same. Yeah, like he he's knows, future. so he does Captain America still exists in his that timeline that he's on. Yes, because he's frozen. The cap, he, he still exists in that timeline, and he also uh, is himself in the future, going back through that timeline. Yes. So like later, Three of them. yeah. So that so the Avengers do have a Captain America still, and and that doesn't really get affected. It's just because he's that's God. It's hurting my mind, but that's no, but he would have to go announce himself to those Avengers. Yeah. So what you're saying is, as long as he lived why? a normal life, why? and then because why would he need to go back to announce himself to those Avengers to get anything? He still is the person who went back and still has the things that would get him back. What does what? he have? But he didn't know. But you gotta remember, the he didn't thing. come back through the time portal that they. Yeah, he through. came. He came he back. Was, through, he was like, sitting I, on the. He came back on his own. He was sitting on the thing. <laughs> yeah, he walked up <laughs> very slowly because he was old. Because if he came back through the way, like if he still had the pen particles and he came back the way that oh, he was normal, about, his his right age. Yeah, he or he would he would have came back in that that little thing that they built that he stuffed in to go out. Yeah, and and yeah, they said that he zoomed past the time that he was supposed to come back. Yeah, they made sure that that they that you knew that. And another thing that um, they wanted to make sure that you noticed was when he went and got the pin particles, how he had gotten extra ones. Like they yes. zoomed in on that and made sure that they stood on that for a second. So you saw that he was going away from what he was supposed to be doing because he had this idea right after he saw Peggy. Like mm-hmm. he didn't get the pin particles before he saw Peggy, if I remember correctly. Yeah. He got him yeah. after. Yeah, absolutely yeah, he, right. He grabbed a shit ton of he them. He only needed two. He got three. Mm-hmm. I thought he grabbed like four. It looked like he just went hand. He grabbed four. He grabbed yeah. four. He grabbed him like it was the, the bucket of condoms at Planned Parenthood. <laughs> Help yourself. Like, I'm about to stay in this forever. Um, I, to, did to, y'all like him giving the shield to Sam? Are y'all happy for that? That was fucking incredible, especially because I am so in love with the uh, Sam Wilson Captain America uh, books. I, 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 mm-hmm. I like Sam, and I just... I, I don't I don't think they use Sam enough in this for me to really care. But that. they will it. But they're passing it on for the next phase. Well, no, they're doing a TV Sam show. Be, they're doing a TV yeah. show with him. Yeah, and they're him. doing a Falcon and Bucky TV show. Yeah, but that's still the next phase. Yeah, it's still the next phase. But I, I guarantee you, it's going to be called Captain America now. Mm-hmm. And I need him to be like augmented because Captain America is like. Remember when Captain America was like running step for step with fucking Black Panther? Can like. Can we slide him some of that purple shit that Black Panther has? Like, just something. Uh, but here's the hey, thing. Doc, hey, Doc, give me some of that, some of that purple the, drink. The heart-shaped herb. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get some of that purple drink. I just can, can we do that? Like, I know it's like, we only give it to kings. But come on, in man. The, like, in the book Rashani was talking about, when he became Cat, like Captain America Sam Wilson, they the, the one of the big plot points was that he wasn't enhanced like Cat. Like, that he just was a regular-ass black dude doing this shit. But I don't, th- I don't think Marvel <laughs> has the- tough enough. Well, so no, not like has that. To get enhancements to do it, but a black guy, just normal black guy off the street, can totally do this. No, no, no. He was getting fucked up. That was the whole yeah, point. Of course, I don't think I don't think <laughs> I don't think Marvel has the balls to do what they were doing in the books. Rashani knows this. Like they 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 had Americops, which were like these fucking cops that 
were made out of like these machine cops that were like no nonsense and like killing niggas in the hood. They had uh, these like MAGA hat niggas going to the uh, border. Like they had (laughs) going to the border. They had a journalist whose whole job was to do nothing but fucking hate on Sam Wilson. Hate on him. He's not my Captain America. One time Captain America went to like um like he saved somebody on this Sam saved somebody on this bridge. And it was these little girls like selling Girl Scout cookies, right? And these little mm-hmm. girls selling Girl Scout cookies. And he bought the Girl Scout cookies from like the black girl. And they went on like the Fox News network and he was like, Look at him, ignoring the white girls to go buy the cookies from the black girls, like trying to hype like <laughs> like they went there in the book. Like it was really good. It was they, amazing. It was like they an went all the way story. there. Oh, that's nice. But I don't know if Marvel will do that on. I mean, on Disney Plus, they probably could get away with something like that. They uh, could have definitely gotten away with it on Netflix. Maybe yeah. not a hundred percent on Netflix. Netflix doesn't have standards. Yeah, I don't know if they. I know they wouldn't make a movie out of it because white folks are probably the more white <laughs> men you already are going to start losing their fucking mind. Can you imagine if they did that in the movie? <laughs> that would be so great for black folks. Like if they could put that out, they could put that out like right before they put out Black Panther Part 2, and it will be just the most lit month in my entire life. Oh, my God. Steve Rogers went up to Sam and was like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, listen, uh, Steve, you was out here being Captain America, but you was ignoring a whole You didn't see my part of the America. And he was like, like, as Captain America, I stayed out of this because I didn't want to take sides. And Sam was like, yo, that's your problem. You see it as taking sides. I see it as right and wrong. Like, it was... It was like that book was really, really well done. And then they end up making, and then Cap had like it was a whole thing. Cap got fucked up, and he ended up becoming Nazi Cap. And he yeah, was, that's when he was like, the Hell Hydra. Which reminds me, when What's they went back one? in time and righted the wrongs <laughs> or learned from their old mistakes, like when Cap went up to the folks from uh, Shield and was like Hell Hydra, so he didn't have to do that whole elevator fight. I thought an elevator fight was gonna break out again. Bro, I, I I thought so too. I was like, "Ooh, it's about to." Be this good. feels real familiar. Oh, okay, no, never mind. <laughs> that's, that's exactly that. Oh, okay, oh, never mind. Okay, they're cool. Never mind. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm kind of happy they didn't go back through the elevator fight again because it would just been like, like I actually was kind of expecting like the, oh, and then it's and I'm happy it didn't do that. But I'm glad right. that it led to the Captain America versus Captain America fight. Yes. Especially the part where he was like, I can do that all day. And he was like, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was like the cat that haven't been through shit yet. And then this cat has been through all the shit. It's <laughs> like, oh my God, you're so fucking noble. Like, remember, if you know, like Captain America was cursing this whole damn movie. The whole fucking movie. The whole movie. And it wasn't just ass. It was, he was shitting it up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was. Hey, Rashani, you notice like they... Like the the comic gate, like anti armament, you know, Marvel's SJW, those people, they're going to be real mad at where the MCU is going now. Because they, the whole thing, I'm going to tell you where they're going to be real mad. And I saw that when I saw this shit, Mm -hmm. I was like, yo, they're going to be mad at the part where, um, where, uh, Captain Marvel grabs yes. the thing, and yes. all of the women of the MCU I cried. support her. Yes. That was I the was like, part where I cried. I was like, "Oh, they're gonna be mad." I will. I will say this: Does Mantis have like fighting powers? 
She no, but if she, she lays hands on you, sleep. you don't do whatever she wants you to. I'd be like, yeah, she can put you to sleep. I just, I just like what, what nigga? No, no, you're not understanding. <laughs> no, if she puts hands on somebody, if she puts hands on one of them, she can say die. Okay, so I got I have a little bit of an issue with this whole part uh, because yeah. I I think I missed the Iron Man movie because when the fuck did Pepper get a suit? Uh, Iron Man three. Yeah, rescue. Yeah, well, they yeah. said in this movie, he said I made the suit for you her birthday, because she's his daughter's like playing with the little because bla- her daughter was playing with the helmet in the little treehouse or whatever the hell that was. That's when they had the whole like your but never at the at the end of Iron Man three, yeah, that too got turned when she got hit with whatever that shit was that was making people explode. He put her into a suit. Okay, mm-hmm. that that I did, I I must have missed that whole movie. Yeah, it wasn't. And it, I think, didn't she have the suit on the Iron Man 2 when the, was that Iron Man 2 or Iron Man 3 when the house blew up and she got the suit? She had the suit on then too. I think that was three as well. I think that it had to three. be three because I don't know nothing about her in the suit. She was, it could have been three because three was when she had the whole extremist thing go down. Yeah, but yeah, they said she bought, he made the suit for her birthday. She's like, you know, I, you know, white mom never wears anything I buy her. That's what, that was the line in the movie. Yeah. Uh, the the back stories, like going back in time were some of my favorite parts. And at the same time, they were some of the most trying parts for me. Like it just, it was exhilarating. But at the same time, it was like, we've seen this before and making it where all of a sudden, hey, y'all know we can get all of the stones if we go back to these specific spaces. Just kind of seemed again lazy. Yeah. Like yeah, a big part of the movie is them just not even really fighting or anything like that. Just them seeing them old selves or going through conversations with people that they've already like, I don't know. One of the one of the things that did move me was where uh, the Sorcerer Supreme was like, yeah, um, you're five minutes, you're five years too early. But she was still able to say, you know, Captain or uh, Dr. Strange was the best of us. So if he mm-hmm. wanted you to have this stone, here's this stone. But that whole conversation was, I feel like that yeah, but didn't see, here's, happen. Like here's it was just there so that they could open up the uh, time travel risk. No, I have a problem with that because she's she knew that five you know they were five years too early and all of this stuff was gonna happen. Then why the fuck did she have all of that trepidation about uh, training him in the first place in the movie? I think because supposedly she was had been giving herself into the dark side to like stay. Yeah, alive. she was turning yeah. evil. So she was. I think the trepidation was because she realized that that was how she ended and she no, didn't want to no, end. No, she said in the movie, she said it was because of him. He, his personality. You know how sometimes people say things, but like yeah. they don't yeah. actually mean what they say. Yeah. yeah like when I said, y'all are my best friends. <laughs> or like when I said, go fuck yourself. You know, you didn't really mean that, but yeah, I can. Or, or when I say, you don't answer the fucking phone. <laughs> Look. <laughs> You're going to stop bringing up old stuff. I try and save everybody. I miss one call from the Virgo, and I never hear the end of it. You lived, you will Harry never, Potter. You will never, ever not hear that from me. <laughs> That's all right. That's your Scar Loves Cox. <laughs> Did y'all... <laughs> what? <laughs> I had to be here for it. You just have to push by it. 
Did y'all um did y'all think Black Widow was gonna be the one to die, or did y'all think it was gonna be Hawkeye? I, I wanted th- it to be I Hawkeye. It should I have been Hawkeye. Stand Hawkeye I, but... I I mean we we all <laughs> thought Hawkeye was gonna die in in uh was it uh also, Ultron. Ultron. Yeah, Ultron. Mm-hmm. Up top was Shani. We both pretty much said the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> we thought it should have been Hawkeye. We were Appar- both like, no, apparent- issue. Here's apparently he was supposed to die in Ultron. Here's my well, biggest issue in everything. Here's my biggest issue with with that as a whole, and that's just like on some other stuff. The fact that the reason why she spared his life is because she can't have a family. No, that's not she what said happened. That in Ultron, she was like, "I'm ruined because I can't have kids," and she said that here. You have a family to go back to. My family's together. My family's the Avengers. Blah blah blah. Well, I think it was more so like Hawkeye's whole thing was he lost his family. So he went on this streak of killing all these criminals who survived the snap when his family didn't. He's like, y'all aren't basically y'all aren't worthy to survive the snap. My family should have been. He went crazy. And so then in that moment, it was the whole point of I'm doing it. The whole point I'm doing this and I came back is to bring my family back. And so you would think the storytelling thing would be, well, it's to bring my family back. Fuck me. I just need to bring my family back. But at that point, it was, you got to remember, it was who, it was who do you, because um, I heard another person say, well, how could the Soul Stone come? Because in the Infinity War, they said it had to be the person you love the most. Exactly. You don't love her the most. He loves his family. Right. But you got to remember, in this time, in this, in this timeline that he lives in, his family's dead. So the person he can't give up his already dead family because they already dead. So the person that he does that he loves the most in his timeline is probably Nat. Because he couldn't give up his wife. His wife's already dead. His kids already dead. Or plot twist is himself. I jack off every night. So like that's the loophole. I'm gonna kill myself and come back to life. I jacked off last night. Ah! <laughs> Take that I, red skull right on your forehead. Yeah. I love his also uh, can you the, imagine Cap going back and seeing the red skull there when he takes the soul stone back? Bruh, also, like, like if yeah. Hawkeye killed all those people after the snap and everyone gets brought back that was killed by Thanos' snap, those people are still dead. Like, are yes. we not going to ask, answer questions about those? We're not going to, like, yes. press charges? <laughs> like, you know, we're not going to talk about murder for him? Like, he's killed a bunch of people. I mean, so did Bucky. Right, but I'm saying, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, are we not going to be like, hey, so what up, Hawkeye? What about all these people you murdered? You want to have some conversations? Like, it wasn't like he apprehended some villains. He was just out there motherfucking killing people. I, I love his, when he got the stone, his you got the juice now moment, that look on his face where he was just like, well, none of this shit worth it, dog. Like, he he really had the, he really had that in the juice moment. He really did. And, and, and he flipped out, he flipped too. back, though, when he saw that, uh, that voice, that phone call, that picture, that snapped him out of it. Yeah. I just I, I felt like I felt like Black Widow's sacrifice wasn't given enough credence. One of the big issues I had in this movie was I felt like the women didn't have any real role in it. I remember sitting in this movie like, where the fuck? Where in the fuck is Okoye? Where the fuck is Okoye? 
Where the fuck is Okoye? And then all of a sudden, she just appears from one of Doctor Strange's circles like she had disappeared, but she hadn't disappeared. She was talking to him at the beginning, and she just disappeared. Okay, so I heard that from a lot of people. Why would Okoye be there, though? Like, she's in, she's like her king's dead. The sister's dead. Yeah. It makes sense that she would stay in, like, she would be in Wakanda. She would, like, why would she be Wakandans in Wakanda? are dead. Yeah, a lot of Wakandans are also dead. Like, I think, feel would, like at a I time when the world just found out about them and she's the head of security. Where the fuck was M'Baku? I think he might have, like, disintegrated. No, he showed up at the end. I he didn't was, see him. He was in the, yeah, but, he's he was, in, but, the, but the whole thing is Wakanda is like he was in their us. whole life. Let's be honest. He, he was, was in, us. in him was and us. Lapita. They were both in us. That's why she didn't show up for the entire movie. Like, but why would Lapita be there? Why would Nakia be there? She's not an Avenger. But they gonna call Nakia? They brought all the other Wakandans to come fight for him. They couldn't. Right? Bring Are you talking about at the end of the movie? At the end of the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You talking about the end? end they could have just showed up and be like, okay. oh, Wakanda forever." And then, I was like, talking about during the movie. I was like, I, <laughs> no, during the movie. During the movie, my primary was Okoye. Like something. I just, I just, I feel like I, I feel like the logic of her as head of security for her country would mean that she would be in Wakanda. Because they said and that I, her mother survived. The mother survived. Angela Bassett survived. Yeah. So that's what they said going in for. So it, it would make sense that she would be there to protect her. So I wish I could have been like, and that, I mean, they, they did, honestly, they did say that for her and they also gave uh, Captain Marvel an unnecessary way out, which they should have just yes. had her throughout the movie by saying that where there's ten, there's a thousand other planets out to patrol, so I may not see you for a while. No, nigga, we literally just sat through a whole movie. Get this haircut, bro. Come through. Yeah. You're right. Well, she came through in the clutch. Yeah, she had a haircut. She was Robert Ori. Like, she got a know, haircut. I was gone the whole time, but when you need me, I'm going to hit this three at a time. That's an old reference, but it holds up. Oh, man. And Rabbit <laughs> called her out on that like a motherfucker. On the haircut? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that nigga that was time crazy. to get a haircut, though. Like, I kind of, that was actually pretty funny. I Wait, laughed. I just said this a few minutes ago. But it's only funny now. Yeah, but you you just put the pussy on the chain wax to me, like, just now. <laughs> it was funny when he said it. It was, it was funny. <laughs> I mean, you know, because Jay, you put the pussy on the chain wax, yo. <laughs> See, funnier when he says it. See? It's just the way you say it. You just gotta say it right, man. Put the pussy on the train, wax. <laughs> what y'all think about Valkyrie being queen of uh, Asgard? New Asgard. You know what? She's the queen of my soul next to Nisha, so it's like you know. Okay. What else? Look, I I I said this on Facebook and on Twitter. I like Thor Ragnarok more than I like the Black Panther. Oh, most deaf. Wait. And- whoa, whoa, what? No. Back back up. I thought you meant more than Endgame. I was gonna say yes. Thor Ragnarok is probably like my second favorite Marvel movie, and, and like Black Panther is just slightly above it. Bro, if you go back and you sit there and you watch have. Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. the humor throughout that movie is breathtaking. And it's it not just that is he the thing. It's literally just end to end laughter. It's, it's funny and it's actually really funny. So I, I'm not I'm not gonna try to take away from that. <laughs> but it's also like, it's also it. like really dark. It's like dark, and, but it's like both things, and it's so beautiful. Yeah. Thor's the, the most tragic character in this universe. If you and, and, and all let's the stuff that's happened to him, 
let's talk about how that all manifests in Endgame. Mom gone. Um, Father dad, Loki gone. gone. Jane Jane. Foster not fucking with him. Not fucking with him. Um, Half of his people. No, 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 no. All of his people. Half of half of his people. Because remember, half of his people got wiped out by. uh, Oh yeah, by by uh, Thanos. No, by Thanos before the snap. Yeah. Remember, because before that. They came and raided their ships. They and kept, like, no, before, yeah, before that, Hella killed a whole bunch of people, and they only and they got everybody they could on that ship. And then Thanos wiped out almost all of them niggas. Yeah, he killed a and bunch of them. And then he snapped after that and wiped out half of what was left of them. So yeah, that's grimy. Quarter of his people are left. <laughs> he don't have nothing left. And then he drank himself. And his hammer got disintegrated. Yep. And he got trolled by a little kid on fucking Fortnite. Yeah, for, and, oh, yeah, we forgot. And his best friend, Stringer Bell, got killed. Yep. Yeah, it's just not a good time for him. He's been through a lot of shit. Like, a lot of shit. Like, a lot. But they, but they mix that with, like, because people are like, oh, you know, there's no, you know, you know, like the DC people, they'd be like, DC is so dark and Marvel's just so like look at Thor Ragnarok. He's just so funny and comedic. And I'm like, did you watch Thor Ragnarok though? How much fucked up shit happened to Thor? That entire movie? Like that entire movie is just him getting shitted on. Yeah. His whole movie. I wish they had gone harder in the paint for World War Hulk too. Like I really wish like out of control fucking killing everybody Hulk would have been great. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I do like Professor Hulk though. Yeah, like I'm, I'm really enjoying that. So I'm not like, don't fuck that up now. But like, I kind of wish they had, like when they like when he showed up actually as the Gladiator Hulk. I was like, wait a minute, are we gonna, we're gonna go crazy insane Hulk here, and then it didn't. I was like, oh well, fuck this. My thing. <laughs> I was kind of mad. I kind of wanted. I, I, lo- I loved him pretending to be himself when they went. Back. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was so funny. He just didn't have it in him. He was just like, ooh, pick up a motorcycle, smash the top of the car. Growl a few times, like Urgh. he just picked it up and put it back down. Like he didn't even throw it or nothing. He was just like, <laughs> start. He looked like when you uh, have a toddler and you accidentally do something that they love, like swing them around in the air, and they ask you to do it like forty-five times. On that forty-fifth time, you're like <laughs> barely pick him up off the ground, put him back down, and try to walk away. <laughs> Yeah. Real talk. Yeah. You feel like that took away like maybe one of the Hulk's strengths? Yeah, like, but you, but when he really you doesn't get it, angry anymore. But when you but think he still about got it, angry. He no. It, it's like if they do it the way they do it in the comics, he's going to end up with guns. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he like does like the the mobster attacks. Like he joins what? Yeah, that's Joe. Um, Is it X Factor, Brandon? That he joins. Who, the Hulk? Yeah, when he's Professor Hulk, he ends up joining one of those two groups and having, like, a gang of guns. Yes. But he also, remember, when he realized that he couldn't bring back um, Black Widow, he got angry again and launched that fucking bench like a thousand feet. He's not strong, but, (laughs) like, his whole thing is... He launched the bench and then turned around and just kept talking normally. He launched (laughs) the bench over the lake and then was like, she's gone, guys. I'm not saying he's not strong. I'm just saying, like, like the Hulk's greatest strength no was that as he got angrier, he got stronger and stronger. I'm just saying, like, I don't feel like he has that rage in him anymore. So exactly. Fuel now he's like the brothers on uh, I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. 
he, he formed the building, but they were hiring that day. <laughs> like, he even kind of looks smaller, too. Like, he, like, fits in frame with other people. I mean, the nigga dabbed. That's just yeah. funny. He did hold up a whole entire building for, like, 10 minutes. Yeah. Too, at the end of the movie. <laughs> hey, yo, the end of that, the end was so fucking epic. If for, oh, yeah. It was a comic like, book kind of life. Bro, like, and they said, and they said there was so much shit that they cut. That was a forty-five minute fight scene, mm-hmm. and they said that there was there's more, and there's there's probably going to be like a director's cut at some point. Looking forward. We also got to talk about Scarlet Five Witch was literally about to kill Thanos. Oh, Scarlet <laughs> Witch was about to give her, him the business. Yes, and told him, "You will remember me when I'm done." I was like, "Go, Mary <laughs> Kate." <Yeah. Kate> <laughs> no, no. When he said, I don't even know who you are. Like, it was just like, <laughs> who like, are you? Yeah, for real. Like, that that moment was like, you know, you know, you that nigga was just, when she just showed up mad as a motherfucker. It's like, I don't even know why you mad. Like, he was like, he was like, the biggest day of your life to me was just Tuesday. <laughs> and she was like, day. allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Hove. That nigga was like, oh, shit. Rain fire. And Corvus <laughs> was like, I mean, Ebony Ma was like, oh, but sire, it's going to take out half our... F- Nick, yeah. Nigga, rain fire. <laughs> I love how he said He was like... I love, I love how he said This shit is never really emotional for me, but today, I'm fucking niggas up today. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, hey, yo, rain fire. And he was like, hey, if we rain fire, we're going to hit our own troops. And Thanos was like, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I'm about to die. Do you see this? Rain that shit. (laughs) This shit is fucked up. Rain fire, motherfucker. Like... (laughs) Blood fire. Blood fire. (laughs) You know what? He just said, I said what I said. (laughs) Also, I kind of like that Spider-Man suit has a kill mode. Bro. Spider-Man, Spider-Man tried to activate that in Homecoming. Like, it activated. Yeah. She asked him, like, three times. Susan was like, do you want to activate kill mode, death mode? And he was like, no, stop doing that. So when he did it in Endgame, I screamed out, he finally gets to use it! <laughs> that shit. And that shit was working, God, too. That, that shit was stupid. Like, to the point where he was literally getting buried in bodies. Like that's <laughs> sick when you think about it. I was God. so happy that he got to use it, and then I was so horrified that a teenager got to use it. Yeah, I was like, why is a sixteen-year-old <laughs> have this? Turn deactivate at least until he can drive a car. Oh, <laughs> so which um, like, so which activated that shit? All you heard was ah, yeah. Oh, Brandon. Oh, Which um ended of uh Saints Row again, so that's why it was in my head. Oh yo, nigga, that shit, that fucking that game, man. Yeah. Uh, which uh Disney Plus show <laughs> y'all looking forward to most that y'all heard about? Probably the Loki one. Yeah, I would say the Loki because what I'm thinking is that when he grabbed that Tesseract and blipped out, mm-hmm. he's still alive. Oh yeah, in that timeline, yes. He's still dead in the future because the future doesn't change. So, okay. So here's the thing, though. It depends because he also is capable of time travel. Yes, but he still died. It's like that happened in 2012, right? No, he. he, Well, yes, that that he died in 
2017. But yeah, they have in 2012. So he blipped out in 2012. Did they go catch him in 2000 in 2012? They well, they didn't they didn't, go catch, catch him, no. they didn't catch him, right? So like he's he's just he's gone. Which means that like so him dying in the timeline that he died in is technically his past. Him blipping out would be his future now. Right, but it's a different. It's a. It's not It'll the same. Like a splinter timeline, though. It's yeah. a splinter timeline. Yeah, and he took the space stone, not the time stone. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I thought he could. Well, it seems like he would find a way to be able to travel through time. He is like a fucking magician or whatever. He Loki had. want to be good. You got Vis- You got uh, Scarlet Vision. That's what they're calling it. Yeah. Which yeah. they're, they're they're pitching as like also, a fifty I, romantic show thing. I would like to see actually the Mandalorian, which is weird. I know it's off topic, but I'm kind of yes. psyched for that. Yes. Hey, you just, know they're doing a nicer the Old Republic movie. Are they for real? Yes. Hey man, nice that's gonna be dope to finally Who's playing Revan? We'll finally get to reveal the fact that uh, all this time I will fucking cut you. Revan's been a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I think that um, one of the things that really does intrigue me is the fact that they're finally going to marry the stuff from the shows into the universe. Yes. Yes. The Hawkeye show, Hawkeye and Kate Bishop. Please let it be Kate Bishop because she is fucking amazing. Yeah, they're doing Kate Bishop. Uh, By the way, his daughter in the movie, that was Wanda Russo's daughter uh, that played his daughter. And they also had the the guy who created Thanos. He was in that... um, Yeah, Jim Starlin. He was in that, that session... Um, after the five-year jump where um, Captain where America guy was, is sitting Yeah, there. that's one problem I did have with the movie. They were talking about how they were going to take a huge step forward for uh, LGBTQ in this movie. And the only thing they did was had that guy talk about, I went out to dinner with a guy. Yeah. What do you know? Baby steps? I, mean, I guess. But maybe, I mean, maybe don't, the, don't, I don't mean, advertise other- like you... Maybe the other shit got cut. Like, I mean, the shit ended up being three hours, and apparently there's way more of the movie that they didn't get to play. Yeah, maybe, but don't advertise it like it's something big if you right. ain't really do nothing. Right. True. I want to see the What If show. That's what I want to look at. Because they already said they're doing one What If where Peggy Carter gets the super soldier serum instead of Steve. And, <laughs> and Steve gets the suit. And Steve gets the Iron Man suit. I, yes. Nigga, I want to see that shit bad. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> How would they pull that off, though? Like, would they be able to get the original actors and actors? Yeah, they all all the ones in the Disney Plus show are the original actors. So Tom Hiddleston, uh, Olsen, what the fuck Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth who Olsen. Been, now that it's been mentioned, I cannot help but to see her older sisters every time I look at her. Absolutely. Paul Bettany. They all of them are doing those shows. Okay. Um, I'm also very pleased that they put Jarvis in the movie. Yes. Did you watch Agent Carter? Part of Agent Carter. I never watched Agent Carter, but I saw I saw that that they said that he was one. He was like the only people from the the only person from the TV shows that made it in the movie. Mm Hmm. And also Peggy. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I do want to point out that now, thanks to this movie, there's a ton of hip hop that is now a part of the Marvel universe. I guess it is because you know. Kendrick Lamar was in Black Panther, so now Kendrick Lamar is a part of the Marvel Universe. But in this movie, they were talking about like five or six different songs. I can't remember which ones they were off the top of my head, but now all these rap songs are a part of the Marvel Universe. Also, I, I wanted to say this before I forget it. This movie felt 
sort of Ant-Man-like because of all the heisting. It felt more like like, an, like a really big Ant-Man movie. But like, that's because it was his plan, the time that, heist. Right, and I, and I can't help but feel like that, because that was so, his plan was so integral to the plot, it's kind of an Ant-Man plan. Yeah. That the whole movie felt like just a, a like an Ant-Man and his friends. Like, it, it kind of came off that way until, like, they got done with the time heisting. Like, the time heist parts of it really felt very Ant-Man-like. I can see that because there was a lot of humor yeah, in it too. Yeah, it was fun. I, I wasn't against it. It just it was like, uh, like how come no one's taking this time high seriously? You're literally trying to stop all of the people in the world from dying. You're like, hey, let's have some hijinks. And how how come the Hulk didn't just jump down those stairs, like right down the middle? Right. You know what? I said I thought that. I thought I was the only person to think that. He looked no. over. He was like, Hulk hates stairs. I was like, nigga, jump just. Right over the side and just it would have caused a huge or just earthquake, but giant hole in the wall and jump out. Like fuck this shit. You're the Hulk. Yeah. Nigga walked all the way down. It was funny. <laughs> I mean that shit was funny. <laughs> it was funny. But it was like, dude, just just jump. Yeah. Speaking of funny, can you imagine how fucking funny if they put Thor in the next Guardians movie with him and Man, oh, I think they are doing Star it. Star Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. But here's the thing that's also um, that together. had me thinking. And then with Rocket and Drax. <laughs> the fact that I was thinking I, about. I they said Drax wasn't going to be in the next movie. No, he came back. No, He I came back because came back. James Gunn's going to be back. No, I, oh. I, I saw oh, something oh, after oh, the oh, fact oh, that oh. said that he was out of the next movie, the next Guardians movie. No, no. they're not going to get rid of him. No, he's still there. He's and even if he there. wasn't, even if, you know, Dave Batista wasn't there, somebody else is going to be there. And just probably make a joke about him looking different and move on. Yep. Like, yeah, but yeah. James Gunn loves Dave, so he's going to yeah, be there. he's going to be there. But uh, I know that from an X-Man perspective, Kitty Pryde was a part of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. And he and she and Quill fell in love. Mm-hmm. So now with Gamora gone and Gamora not recognizing Quill anyway, that leaves space open. Mm-hmm. But I think the whole movie is going to be him searching for Gamora. It is. Well, part of it is going to be that. I think with the X-Men, though, the X-Men to me work best as a team, like as the X-Men. Mm-hmm. So I don't see them branching them out. Immediately, anyone, anytime. Well, soon. I mean, I feel like it depends. I, I think it depends upon the story because, like, Logan was like a technically a, an X Men kind of branched off, and I think it went really well. But on the flip side of that, the Wolverine was an X Men also branched off, and it did not do very well. But Logan but like, also didn't make any sense. I yeah. Logan, but it was a, it was a it was a better movie, and I think it was better received. And I think like the. Yes. the the catch would be if I think you could branch off an X-Men. I would watch if you did it right, you could technically put any of the X-Men because like they're the superstars of the of the X-Men, I guess of the like that branch. I guess any of the the front four, I guess like uh Cyclops, Jean Grey, Wolverine. I think I'll have to cut off there. Like maybe Professor X. Like any of those and throw Magneto in. Like any of those five, you could put them, I think, on a standalone movie and they could carry it. I think you just like together, have to do well. 
No, not I think solo movie. I think I think you could do a solo movie. Imagine watching a two and a half hour Cyclops movie. That sounds horrible. No, my oh my god, that sounds amazing. What the fuck? I think if it's done right, like like the the legitimate, like I think if it's done correctly, and depending on which period of his life we're in, but where they getting the source material from? Because there's like anytime Cyclops had a book, it flopped. Always, he always gets rolled back into the team. Just like all the only (laughs) X Men. The only X-Men that had a book that actually went anywhere is Wolverine. Because all the other ones flop because when you get them on their own, they're only Nightcrawler. Because the whole thing is it's their race. It's the race of mutants. Not like any (laughs) single mutant. That sounds real racist. Um, it does sound racist. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound very racist. I just, I just you gotta keep them all together. You can't, you can't have them just spreading out on their own. You gotta keep them all in one place. I want to point out the fact that, from a comic book perspective, and for those of y'all who are listening, yes, this is the most comics we've ever talked about in the dream team, <laughs> like fucking ever. Yeah, it's a pretty long. If run. you have access to Marvel Unlimited, which you should, if you have access to it, I urge you to read two comic book series. One is Vision, which is the one where Vision builds his own family. And it's, well, three series, actually. Vision, Champions, and Old Man Hawkeye. Those are the three most... No no Ultimates? No. Uh, Vision is so incredible, Rashani. I didn't know you read that. Oh, yeah. I should have had you on to talk about that. That That was... That was fucking. That's just great. It's so like deep. Yes. Like, like if you get emotional or if you're like, I cried. <laughs> like that shit will get you. And you know, Tom King, he did that same thing with Mister Miracle on DC. He's doing that same thing right now, Mister Miracle, where he takes like this ancillary character and just tells this like really like semi tragic story about him. It's like really good. But yeah, you, Man, you could do that with Cyclops, dog. I'm saying like all you got to do. I'm saying like you can pull it off with any. I think of the of the of those five X Men are X Men characters, just because like as characters they're rich enough. Like I get Cyclops has been like maybe that's a bit of a stretch, but I mean like all right, pull Cyclops out, like put Nightcrawler in. I feel like there's enough source material for him that you could build on that would work, and it would be interesting enough of a of a movie. I feel like you could do it if you just did it well. What origin story are you going to do with Nightcrawler that doesn't involve the X-Men? I mean, even if you pull... Uh, well, maybe not origin story. Once he joins the X-Men, he's not just out there doing shit on his own no more. <laughs> you can do the, all the stuff where he like goes off with Excelsior, I guess, maybe. And he's just like a bunch of solo stuff there. But I don't know. I'm not opposed to it. I mean, I mean, I am opposed to it. But I think it would make fun. <laughs> because people like those X-Men when, characters. But I think as a group is what they're... like. That is their call. I'm, not, say, I'm not saying let's not do a group movie. I'm just saying, like, I think there's room to do both. What if Marvel pushes towards the X-Men versus Avengers series? I actually absolutely think that's going to happen at some point. Like, okay, I'll say this, and this is kind of blasphemy, but I'll, I'll take This is not the thoughts of the Dream Team podcast. I'm just going to say that in advance. Everyone wants a Storm movie, right? And I want a Black woman movie. But Storm should be recast no well I, well yeah obviously because <laughs> that, that chick who is now she does not understand the character at all well they've never understood it. she because she's better than holly berry and she don't understand it uh but storm should be the leader of the x-men like when they do their first x-men movie 
the leader of the X-Men should be Storm. Not Cyclops, not Professor X. It should be Storm. Like she's been the last 25 years for the most part in the X-Men comic books. But as a solo, like my whole thing is the X-Men is all about family. It's all about togetherness. It's like, can you imagine if they took the Fantastic Four and said, you know what? We're going to give you a Sue Storm movie. Like, I totally watch that. Would she be invisible the entire time? <laughs> that's like, it doesn't sound, it doesn't sound, <laughs> yeah, she, that's funny. Can you imagine that? Like, oh, I'm going to give you a movie about Reed Richards. Just Reed Richards. Oh, that's well, a I find Reed Richards to be incredibly interesting. <laughs> I don't want to see a movie. I got to see what you did there. But like the Fantastic Four is a family. And so they work best despite Fox fucking them up as a family. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, best is a relative term, but I see what you mean. <laughs> like, yes. Nothing was movies. best about any of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, and I think with the Fantastic Four, though, I, and I guess you're right, because technically the Fantastic Four are like, I was just curious, like they started off as a as a family. They had, but yeah, yeah, you're. Hello. Yeah, he's he's going through something. I guess the X Men do kind of have that. Kind of... Jay, we have no idea what you're saying because you're kind of you know. They started off as a group together. Let me go ahead and say this. Oh no, he's back. Oh my bad. He's While back, he's breaking up, let me go ahead and say this. Uh, I have a real issue, like a real visceral issue, with a few things that happened in this movie. And one okay. of the biggest issues I had, even though I know it was all mind for laughs, was Forrest Wait. Yeah. The way that they dealt with his loss, the way that they dealt with his suffering, I thought that it... Uh, was a horrible portrayal of overweight people. I thought it was a horrible way to show mental health. And I thought that it was also, on a side note, just a, a horrible way to, to to show gamers. Yeah, I'll give it all across the board. It was pretty fucked up. I think core is pretty It's kind of like, why would you do that? I wouldn't say horrible. I think the 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 part that was played up the most for for the laughs is the fact that you are you were expecting to see Thor. Yeah, and, that's what I thought too. Yeah, you were expecting to see Thor be Thor, and then all of a sudden he is something different, and you're like Thor for real. Like, can you imagine? I, I know this is gonna get. I know this is gonna hit Rashadi because we talked about this for a while. But can you imagine if like you didn't see The Rock for three years, and then you saw The Rock, and he was like he looked like Thor. People would make like people would be like, "Yo, what happened?" And I don't think they would be like, you know, oh, you know, I'm making fun of you for being depressed and losing stuff, and that's why you gain weight, and I'm gonna laugh at that. It would just Older. be like the shock. It'd just be the shock of seeing the rock, like out of shape, would like throw you off. The mountain. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm saying like I understand, but at the same time. That's their primary. That was one of the primary running jokes in the movie. Yes, like well, they even said mother- one thing or two things. Like the funny thing was when they had him literally dressed like the dude, and I I had said right before uh, Tony said it, I was like, he looks like the dude from The Big Lebowski, and then Tony Wapat said, "Watch out, Lebowski." Yeah. <laughs> 
But the fact that I, I I thought that whole movie that something was gonna happen like he pulled out the axe or something like that and all of a sudden he was gonna be cut up again. I just kept expecting something like that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just, like magically cut out. He was just gonna work out for like a week or so before they fought Thanos. <laughs> I'll be right back, guys. I gotta I gotta do some sit ups. But like before <laughs> before the five years when he was doing when he was doing his old uh, before the raps eight mile uh, thing. It was. It seemed like something was wrong then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because like, like, why does he have on that big ass coat and all that other shit, and everybody's just normal? I feel like they just didn't. But like his mom, like when he went to talk to his mom, his mom was basically like, "Yo, you need somebody to talk to. Let's go talk." And then she was like, "You need a salad." But then, yeah, she just made this off camera, like, "Yo, you need to make a eat a salad." I feel like that's something a mother would say, though. You don't think so? Like even a mother with good a mother with good intentions would say that my mama would be healthy. <laughs> my mama would. My mom would not, because and I think it's because of the depression and anxiety that I have. I see. She wouldn't be like, "Yo, now that we just had this deep talk, I'm not gonna say something sly or or or, or side or anything like that to you." I don't know. Like, it, it's supposed to be funny. Like, yeah, it's supposed to be funny, but there's so much other funny stuff that's going on in this movie that I felt like they didn't have to aim and, at this one group. And it kind of paints this picture as if saying, like, him being overweight is not okay and that it's it's a function of either he just needs to eat better, which is kind of fucked up because there are people who are overweight who eat well, but they still are overweight. Or as a function, of, or it's like kind of belittling the fact that it's, it's very much a function of him just being extremely depressed. But, see, that, but I, I, I kind of push back a little bit on the whole they did it for the whole movie because once the fight was on, he was in the fight, and they didn't do the gag but of him nobody, being him but, being but like winded or something. When they were like in that. the fight, when they were in the fight, nobody said, "Look." He's big and he's still whooping ass. Nobody took time out to mention that, but they took time out the whole time out to say, "Oh, do you know what course through my veins? Cheese whiz. Are you serious right now? Are you serious?" But like, who said? But you're talking about assholes, though. Like these are like no Robert Downey, Rocket, Rody, Rody said cheese oh, whiz. Rody's the same person who was just talking shit to Scott Lang for no fucking reason. They all are assholes. Tony Stark's been an asshole since the first movie. Rocket Raccoon has been a huge asshole <laughs> to everyone all the time. So their their whole gimmick is like, you know, we deal with we fight the sad this is this is the wrong message, and I get this is what you're saying, but their whole but this is their the character. Their character is like we fight with this depression and shit through comedy. Or making jokes. So, like, I'll give you a quick, a small example. So, in the comic books right now, there's this book called Heroes in Crisis, right? And essentially, Heroes in Crisis is a DC book. And essentially, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman created this outpost in uh, Nebraska where all the superheroes could go and go into the guys' anonymity. I hate that fucking word. Yeah. Every time. Don't worry. I've been, Every time. They, they, get on my, <laughs> they get on my nerves about it. Don't worry. Just keep going. Keep going, baby. You got this, baby. <laughs> and they could... Like, he fucked it up so bad, I tried to say it in my head, and I fucked it up. Anonymity. <laughs> and they could go there and um, 
they could like deal with their mental health issues. So like they had like this uh, artificial intelligence, like psychologists, and they would like let them do testimonials, and then they would bring them into like a room where they like could create their own. It was like a room like in Star Trek where they make their whole like a holodeck, like a holodeck, right? And they could create this whole room, and they would try to help them get through their issues because the book is trying to say like you know as a superhero your mental health can really get affected by that. Like seeing all this death around you and feeling the need to save people and all these, it's all these things that we take for granted in superhero. The book is trying to say, you know, if this shit was real, like these heroes would have some issues with some of these things. And so um, in the book, when they, when you hear the people talking through the testimonials and when they're talking about their problems, the characters that are like um, joke, like funny characters, when they're trying to describe what they're going through, they always fall back on comedy because that's just the course of the character. But when you look at the words that they're saying, it's like, yo, I'm really going through some shit, right? But the core of that character is comedy, so they're going to use comedy. To my my thing with this film, in that regard, where I did agree with Rashani is, I, I mean, I, I, I agree with his point in retrospect about uh, that, but more so it was the scene when... Um, he was having a panic attack and Rocky just slapped the shit out of him mm-hmm. and knocked him out. And I was like, yeah, I get that. That is a classic comedic trope in movies. Yeah. But that was the one where it was like, well, you know, that's not really how you handle uh, a panic attack. And I never, and here's the thing, I never want to sound like that guy. You know what I mean? Like the guy's like, oh, you're trying to take the fun out of everything. But, you know, those are the things you notice when you go through things. So it's not even trying to take the fun out of everything. It's really trying to make it fun for everyone. So, like, right. you can still exactly. tell jokes. You, and there is uh, jokes are infinite. So there are an infinite amount of jokes that you can put in that place and in place of and that, and ways to be funny where you aren't making it so that it's not fun for everyone. So, like, that's just bullshit when people say that you're trying to take the fun out of stuff. It's fun for you. doesn't mean that it's fun for everyone. And it could be fun for all. And they have, they spend so much time building up to this. They spend so much time writing this. They spend so much time thinking of ways to make this amenable. And yet they literally missed the mark on so many different things. Like I said, the LGBTQ situation, they could have made, they could have, they, they, Valkyrie is supposed to be a lesbian. They didn't show that. Uh, the Dora Milaje, they didn't show that. The whole we're going to do something with LGBTQ in this movie. They didn't do that. Dealing with um, Thor gaining weight because of stress, PTSD, and huge loss and depression. They didn't do that. They made a mockery out of them. Um, and I will also agree with your point about the fact that if you really think about it, they're like you cut out the last 45 minutes of the movie, there's very little female involvement. Yes. Like and and even when you say the very last forty five minutes, you really mean a three minute span in the last forty five minutes. Correct. Because what really happens is Spider Man's trying to uh, web swing the the gauntlet over to the portal. He gets knocked down. Captain Marvel blasts through the ship, lands and says, "I hear you got something for me." With by the way, the voice that she used when she was Envy Adams and Scott Pilgrim. I hear you have something for me. And he gives her the gauntlet. And he's like, how are you going to get it there? Even though she just blasts through a whole fucking ship and said, oh, how are you going to get it there, bitch? And then all the other women show up and say, we're going to do it. Well, I, I, I will say this. I thought Nebula was a big part of this film. 
She was. Throughout the film. She was. Mm-hmm. One woman. And Black Widow. Well, here's the thing. Well, I'm not, I'm not trying to fight back against it. But what I'm saying is this film was designed to be uh, uh, old to the original six. So not to say that they shouldn't have had more women in it. But if you're going to do the original six Avengers, there was only one woman in that. That's not saying that that was the right choice at the time. But if the if the story arc if the story that you're telling is to wrap up the story because if you think about what they actually did in this film, it was almost like what you're saying, but in reality in a meta way. Essentially, what this film was saying was, in some ways, was like the past was about all these white men. These were all the white men, and now these white men are in the past. And going forward, it's going to be about the most powerful person we've showed, which is a woman, Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. One, the second or third most powerful person, if you between Thor and her, is Scarlet Witch. We're going to be about Black Panther, who's literally running with the Infinity Gauntlet and the person. And you notice he and Shuri were the first people to show up next to Cap when he came out. They have Sam Wilson, the black man, getting the um, getting the shield from Steve. And so they're they're literally like, okay, we were about all these white men. Steve is old, Iron Man's dead and gone, Thor is off with the Guardians, we're going to put this black woman in charge of Asgard and the new Marvel that's going forward is going to be about diversity, about women, about people of color. Honestly, what what they're they're doing is they're showing promise but they've shown promise (laughs) before. I need them to actually have the courage to grasp that promise and run with it. Yes. Even within the comic books themselves, they grasped the promise, they ran with it for a little while, and then they switched everything back because white men lost their minds. Well, yes, but that's also the nature of comic books, too. Like, people die, and then they come back. Or they go away. Not everybody all at the same time. No, no, not everybody. But also in the movies, and like in a shop note, so there used to be this guy named Ike Perlmutter who was like a Trump MAGA guy. Like, and he used to run, be the head up of Marvel. So, like, he was the guy that... You remember when Iron Fist came out and people were like, yo, we need to put an Asian person as Iron Fist? Mm-hmm. He was the guy that was like, no, we're not doing that. If you remember when... So he he was that guy making those decisions. And then they basically had a split once Disney took over Marvel and they basically let Kevin Feige be in charge. They were supposed to make... They wanted to make... Um, Kevin Feige wanted, he wasn't in charge in the beginning. He wanted to be Black Panther to be one of the original movies that came out. Ike Perlmutter put that on the back burner. And so once Kevin Feige got in charge, if you notice, you started seeing the Captain Marvel movie go in production. You saw Black Panther go into production. You're seeing they're making a Shang-Chi movie coming up soon. Like he has tried to change. There's a story of um, when they were making Black Panther, they had, um, they they were in the meeting like discussing ideas, and but he surrounded himself in that movie with black people and specifically black women, and so this idea came up and they were like, uh, Black Panther's mom having white hair, and somebody in the meeting was like, we can't give her white hair, she's gonna look just like Storm, and a black woman who was in the meeting stepped up and said, all black women don't look alike, she can have white dreads and not be Storm, and so she showed up in the movie with the white dreads, and so the they're they aren't where they should be. No, but no movie. They're not, and we should always want them to be better. But if you look at superhero movies in general, they're far ahead of the curve than the rest of Hollywood. And part of that has been the change in leadership um, 
at Marvel. Charmaine from the Militantly Mixed podcast interviewed Nate Moore, who's a black man producer for a lot of these Marvel movies. And he's been fighting to get certain things in and certain people in these movies. And if you've watched some of the movies, you're starting to see them come up. And I guarantee you when they announce the next two phases, you're going to see like Miss Marvel Kamala Khan. You're going to see these different women and people of color in the movies. And I thought Endgame was basically that at the end of the film showing you this is this is the next evolution of us. I know I talked a lot, but no, no, it wasn't more than you talked about politics. But um, oh my god, I just, I, I still, I feel you. I do. I feel you strong. Um, I just feel like there could be more. You know, like always this was always. This, this was the big, this the big finisher. You know what I'm saying? This was it. And I feel like they didn't reach everybody like they could have. Yeah, yeah that's fair. <laughs> I mean, to be fair. <clears throat> that was a good pull. That's what I'm about to say for you right now, Jay. Oh, the way no. you sounded, that was a kill shot. No, I was going to say, to be fair, uh, I mean, what can you do in three minutes? Bro, you sound like you got a sore throat and a sore <laughs> back. Like, that was a kill shot pull. To be fair. <laughs> the crazy part is it's not even a pull like i just it's just dust <coughs> i'm literally just choking on dust no i was gonna say like to be honest i mean like what could they do they only had three hours so yeah that's true you can only get so much into a three-hour movie did i mention it was three hours yes you did because you said you weren't really there for three you weren't no more three-hour movies no more wire hangers it went by so quick. It went by really quick. It, it went by. <coughs> Bruh, I literally spent six hours of my Monday watching uh, Endgame, and I can do it for another six hours. No, thank you. I don't even know if I want to see it a second time. It's better the second time. Mm. I can say that. Is it, like, shorter? <laughs> I didn't think it was long. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm cool with like I want to watch it at my house where I can pause and like do shit with my life. I'm not trying to. I, three hours is a long ass time to drop. I, I don't have three hours to drop out of my life. I just I watched don't. It. I watched That's it bad. the second time on Facebook. I didn't really feel so like that in the movie though. Really like when it. I was in the movie, I, I, I felt like I was in and out. I felt it. I felt it pretty much the whole time. I, I legit looked at my phone like to see what time it was, like maybe four times in that movie. So that's probably why I felt it. I was like, "Yo, is oh, we've only gone like twenty minutes. God damn it!" Like, BBS? I didn't feel like I didn't feel like I felt in Avatar. Like Avatar felt long. Or like BBS. BBS was, was Avatar was. Don't even. Oh, sorry, I didn't. I don't want to start yelling about Avatar because that one. You know, as as I've told you multiple times, Scar. That one scene could have just been the end of the goddamn movie. We didn't need that other twenty minutes. Fuck Avatar. I'm sorry. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Okay. Um. What? <laughs> oh, did you see the news that came out today on the Hulu show, Rashani? No. So, did you do you watch Agents of Shield? Yes. So you know Gabrielle Luna as Ghost Rider. Yeah, they're gonna do. They're a doing a Ghost Rider show. show on Hulu. Oh, dope. Someone, somebody told me that on this Poor Nick Cage. He never got a chance to fully realize his dream. 
No, his dream was to be Superman. That's what yeah. I'm saying, because it damn sure wasn't to be Ghost Rider. I'm just, <laughs> even though it was a good, it's 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 a good cult classic type movie. It was is not it, good. Like, is, is it is it good? Is good the? It's a cult classic. I don't know if we can put the word good in front of it. No, it's 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 for Gogo and I. It's good the same way the snakes on a plane is good. Yeah, like if you're into like nick cage like slightly like tamed you'll enjoy it slightly tamed slightly ladies and gentlemen slightly all right fellas um the biggest the last thing for y'all what was the biggest moment for y'all in this movie avengers i think they would have done differently He said, he said Avengers Assemble on your left is for me. Whew, when he said Avengers Assemble, bruh, I knew he was going to say it too, and it still didn't even matter. That was his real dope moment for me. <clears throat> when the credits started and it was over and I had realized that the three hours was done, and that was really nice for me. So. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. Um. <laughs> 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 Honestly, I feel like your next stand up is gonna be like I was the only person you didn't like. <laughs> no, 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 I'm fucking with you. I, I the the moment for me that that I think I I really liked, I really fucking liked when Scarlet Witch showed up. Was like, oh, you fucking ruined my life, and I was just like, oh, I'm here for all of this. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I got I got excited for that. Um, I really liked, um, obviously, like when everyone showed up. But I think I, I thought it was, I it was a weird moment, but it was cool for me when uh, the chosen one at the time, or whatever she's supposed to be, uh, Sorcerer Supreme. Sorry, uh, chosen ones from um, Golden Child because bald head. Anyway, for the Sorcerer Supreme, like knocked the Hulk out of his like a, like astral body, and he turned him back into Bruce. That was a real fun moment for me. I actually really enjoyed that. I don't know why, but I was like, oh, that's cool. let's talk yeah i was like oh that's cool i actually kind of liked that 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 she was able to do that and it was just kind of fun brandon uh my best moment was avengers assemble just that whole everybody lined up ready to go it was just like uh somebody just reads a ton of comic books it was literally a comic book like a splash page on the movie screen in action and in motion, which was, and on top of that, they didn't just do the thing like like in 300, where you just got a bunch of computer-generated people and this might have been computer-generated, but just a bunch of computer-generated people doing nothing. Basic stuff like, if you watch, the characters were all doing shit that characters would do. So like, Valkyrie's flying on the Pegasus, and Drax is jumping on people's backs and stabbing people, and the people who shoot things are like shooting things and spinning and doing those things and doing everything that those characters would do. And then in, in the middle of all of that shit, Spider-Man still try to holler at her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, of course. I mean, that's what I was about to say. You know I mean, and so, uh, Shots. that was, that was really, uh, really, really cool to me. I forget your second question. Uh, the thing that you wish they had done better. Oh, um, I mean, I saw the movie as something that was going to be I I personally wouldn't change much in the film because I thought I didn't see the film as a standalone film per se. I saw it as like if I was reading a book and a book had 22 chapters and this was the 22nd chapter 
everything leading up to those 22nd chapters wouldn't matter. And if somebody came and read a book and said, you know what, I'm going to start reading this book in chapter 22. And then they'd be like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, or this doesn't make sense to me, or why aren't these people in it? <laughs> I would be like, well, you need to go read the first 21 chapters. So to me, this is a, it was a it was a almost a perfect tie-in of everything that they've done leading up to it. So like the only thing I would change though is in one of those um, one of those scenes where they went back in time, I would have had a some type of action set piece uh, because the the way that I thought the movie flowed well. But uh, one of the big one of the things I've heard from people is like it wasn't enough action, and I'm not. And I thought like, I was like, well, I got a lot of action at the end of the film. But that's your only really action. You movie. got 45 minutes. Yes. yes. You but know, people, I will say this: if you're watching the film, like, uh, like you're saying, like I'm checking my clock like. and stuff. Yeah, exactly. If you're like I'm checking the clock, if there was like an action set piece, like an hour and 15 minutes into the film it probably would have flowed better for you if it was like a long film to you. I, I mean, you know, if you really, if I'm really being honest, I would love to see an hour and a half cut of this film. So you want to see a Deadpool cut? I want to see an hour and a half cut. Just, let's just, like, like not even a time heist, like a time, like, like a time conversation where it's like, hey, you know what we could do? We could go back in time and then bang, Thanos is like, you can't do that. And then we just go from there. Like, or, or just uh, they, they they go back in time and all of a sudden it's just a montage of them actually getting yeah it. like just a five minute montage not even 15 five minutes of like da 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 and then they're done and then like let's just let's just wrap this shit up b like i'm just i'm 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 the dude in the theater just like like playing the music like yo i feel like we have been here long enough so you're the dude in the theater who is like the dad when his kids make it to like the playland in the mall or else the uh, playground outside of your apartment complex. And you've been there for like an hour and you're like looking at your watch and you start bargaining with them and shit. Like, yo, if oh, no, no, I yo, if y'all come inside right now, you can have ice cream, but if you don't, you're going to bed. I think what you're missing here is that well, one, I would never have children, but if I did, um, it was probably, God, this is really fucked up. I don't know if I want to say this. I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to say, I'll stay with the first one. The first, well, I was going to say it's too fucked up. No, thank you. Um, but I will say this. I, I would totally like have fun with children at a playground. That's, I would do that for three or four mm-hmm. hours. I would, I, no, I love kids. Like, remember, I used to be a teacher. I love children. No. But no. you say that until, until you, you have you to. You say that until you have to stand outside with the kid. <laughs> okay. For like well, four I, hours. I, I did not enjoy having to sit in one place and like. So how are you going to enjoy sitting in one place watching them? Yeah, no. That's I'd rather not nearly as entertaining as that movie. Then. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Why I don't know why I'm being an asshole. It was just three hours. It was three hours. Plus, like, I can yeah, like. That's valid. I can't I can't yell at the movie and make it feel bad later. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Trust me, bro. I've been through all of this. Nah, I mean it, it, it was I don't know why I keep like going back to the three hour thing other than just it felt longer. It's that's what she said. Ha-ha. <laughs> you think you would have felt that way if they didn't tell you in advance that it was three hours? Because I think a lot of this, a lot of things I've heard from people is like they've known for like months and months that it was going to be three hours. 
If so you I, go into the movie thinking it's three hours, so you're constantly thinking about the time. If I go into a movie theater and you don't tell me it's going to be a three-hour movie, by an hour or two, I'm going to burn that bitch down because, like, you should tell me. Like, don't put me someplace for three fucking hours and not give me a heads up. Like, what? no, I would have been furious if you had not told me. I would be like, yo, what do you mean it's three hours? And I probably would have walked down and got my ticket money back. No. Because if like, it was, like, two and a half hours. That's what I, I was saying. Hear, I didn't really hear anybody complain about the time. I I I <laughs> hello. I, I would like to formally complain since no one heard it. Uh it was a little long for me. I remember thinking like I could have I could have gone with this been about two hours. Okay, that's valid. Well I will say this. I did wish Black Panther was longer. I <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I enjoyed the most about the movie. Golly. Mm. Stumped yourself with your own question. No, it's just there's so much. I'm actually cycling through everything. Like, which one was the most important thing to me? Mm-hmm. I think that even though it was an extremely small taste, to see all of the ladies working together, like watching them all just like, oh, we're all here. But the thing I didn't like was also seeing them like, oh, hey, we're all here. Like, I just felt like they were like, we need people to see that there's all these women in this movie. So let's put them all in this really thrilling scene where none of them are actually going to really do much of anything. But this, just the opportunity to see, like, Shuri doing her thing and to see the Wasp doing her thing and, you know, to see everybody getting down. But it, it felt like while everybody else was a part of an album, it felt like all of the ladies were a part of one of those huge remixes that Busta Rhymes does where everybody only really gets nine bars instead of a full 16. I feel like you're referring to a very specific song. Yeah, Touch It. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I was thinking that. In my head, I was like, like, Touch It? (laughs) But even more so than that, honestly, it felt like the ladies were given the same amount of time that everybody got on the Looney's I Got Five on It remix. Mm. Where literally they got half a verse, like half a half half a bar. I don't I don't think they feel you. I think you need to hit them with one more example. Okay. It felt like uh on we're all in the same gang. No, it felt like the radio or self destruction. No, it's the scenario radio or every Wu Tang song ever. (laughs) 